Yo, we're back. It feels good. Week long vacay. Yeah, it's uh, feeling nice. The only problem is a taking a vacation, and then you know, yeah, do a show once a week. You miss out on a lot of stuff. There's a lot to get into, including well, Nova Scotia Power looking at increase, <laughs> which I feel like we talked about. A year ago as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, electric cars not being allowed to charge in California. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I always love to see that. Yeah. And uh, we also talk about Biden's... Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talk about that. And then, Biden. Yeah, just anything Biden. Then we also hit some real estate issues of stuff that's going on, of course, locally and abroad. And, you know... Just Canada and home. And, and, you know, all the craziness is going on. Well, yeah, you know what we're talking about. Mm. And it all starts now. Innovation is in our veins. Soon the whole world will know our names. Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign. We here for the people, you know it's our way. Setting foundations is part of the dream. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game. Listen up now, because we all going to say, Ugh. Elevate, 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 higher. Elevate, 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 higher. We going to rise up. We all going to shine. Work through adversity. Stay on the grind. Elevate, elevate. This is our time. Elevate, elevate. Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, everyone. It's so go- so great to have you all on one more time. It's your boy, Josh Dalton. And we're grateful to be back on with you once again. Baby. Another week, dog. And we're here Another for it. Another week. You know, how was your, your week off? Dude, it was amazing. Uh, loved it. Had a great time off. Got Had some friends come up from Boston, hang, hang out with them. Amazing. And uh, they came in and uh, they, they roasted our podcast setup. Um, they call it, you know, because apparently down south, it's called the pod lab. A lot of people, a lot of podcasts calling their studio a pod lab these days. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I like vibe with it. Still think it's stupid, oh. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, so we had them up. It was a good time. I had a good time. It was, it was the first time in a long time. I actually took like a real vacation. Didn't like take time off to go travel or go somewhere. It was like, I'm just hanging doing out. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. No responsibilities. Except for wake up in the morning, put an hour into putting some TikTok content together, and then playing video up. games, and playing video games, <laughs> playing ping pong, played a lot of ping pong. I love it, and love uh, it. Yeah, it was a good time. I needed that. That was a good end of summer, eh? Oh, 100 percent. How about you? Good week? Oh, it's great. It's expensive, but great. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, this guy's out here dropping fifty bucks on vodka. <laughs> what what brand vodka was it? Absolute. Oh. It's only like a it's 750 like, bottle, too. Oh, well, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation is real. That's right. <laughs> now uh, it's called tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but we also wanted to kind of let you guys know, if you guys are tuning in on YouTube, uh, we need to get 200, uh, 100 likes is what we're looking for on this video. Yeah, you have to. Can we do it? Can <laughs> we do it? If we don't hit 100 likes, well... We're doing some back-end surveys. Yeah. We're doing some data analysis. We're coming after you. But if we hit 100 likes on this video, you know what? I'll make a promise. Coming out of my pocket directly, we will pick someone randomly and give them 100 bucks. Wow. You hear that? Just making financial decisions on the fly. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, how I roll. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, 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 I made sure to specify it's coming out of my pocket. I just <laughs> it. I agree. I think... Um, it should come out of Josh's pocket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you have to pay for this. Yeah. yeah. Actually, double it. <laughs> yeah, 500. <laughs> um, but uh, alongside that, um, we introduced the podcast. I uploaded it to two new places, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. which I'm very interested to see. So um, 
you know, if you get to YouTube another way and um, just in the comments, let me know if there's somewhere you wish our podcast was where you normally turn, tune into them where we're not. Yeah. Because we're just slowly discovering there's many platforms that we're not, we're not aware of. So, yeah, yeah if, if our show's somewhere where you wish it was, let us know. I'm sure we can get it on there. 100%. Especially yeah. if you're listening to this show, like, just on audio, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anything like that. Just feel free to be great if you just quickly hit over youtube just hit the hit the like button yeah help, like sub, sub on youtube it's like it's super beneficial we really appreciate yeah, it yeah it helps push our stuff and let, get our stuff in front of people and uh i mean if you like us, it right? makes this more possible yeah exactly yeah. except for we've been getting toasted in the comments on tiktok lately <laughs> <laughs> so those are fun. <laughs> you know what I, I think um with anything regardless of our subject matter i think when there's just two people who Talk about things that maybe get people wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's bound to happen. You, you can't avoid it. Yeah, yeah. No matter the subject matter, I think you could you could discuss something almost widely accepted globally, mm-hmm. and there would still be a loud corner of the earth that has something to say. Oh, has yeah, to be. exactly. That's just how life is. Too many of us not to. That's right. Not a good or bad thing. It's yeah. just what it is. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's all comment, dude. I was uh, I had a fun time last night. Um, I'm probably exposing myself here, but I watched the, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Eddie Bravo. Oh, interesting, dude. He's was so funny, dude. Dude, it was comical. Um, I I just like I makes me laugh. Really, he's just like yeah. I mean, obviously he's he's huge into his conspiracy theories, right? And uh, to see how much deeper he keeps going on them is very intriguing to me. But they're talking about how if you took the whole population of the world, oh, I don't know. And this gets good. You put them all, you put them shoulder to shoulder. You could fit them all in LA. Stop. Yeah, look this up, Philip. This is a, this is a thing. So what they just think LA is absurdly large that we don't know about it? No, but apparently, like, it's actually just like that's just the reality. That's how much space we take up. Like that's reality. What? Yeah. So you're saying everyone where? Um, everyone shoulder to shoulder. Who? Like the population of the world. The world. The world, dude. That's what, that's what they're saying. Dong. Dude, isn't that crazy? Uh, so let's look at. Uh, uh, there you go. From National Geographic. Standing shoulder to shoulder, the entire world's population could fit within the 500 square miles, 1,300 square kilometers of Los Angeles. There's no way. That's crazy. So the reason why they brought this up was the whole, Ian, the, the stuff is being pushed about um, we having a, we're o- and we're overpopulated. Yeah. And it's like, if you were to put people shoulder to shoulder and they'd all fit in LA, we still have a lot of room on earth. Yeah. Again, you come with the argument of like, okay, how do you feed those people? How do you make sure they live sustainably? Yes, that, the other. We got it. But it's just like, it was in- an interesting uh, piece of imagery. You're like, It's funny because if you ask Elon Musk, he says we're suffering from an underpopulation issue. Yeah. Elon Musk that. is saying that we statistically need to be having like five times more children. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. Yeah. So remember, like years ago, it was China that had the the one child policy. Yeah, and now it's increased like three or four ch- children. Yeah, well, I think per household, like our generation, for example, compared to like boomers, mm-hmm. we statistically are not having as many kids as them. Yeah, we're just not. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah, why? Why? Why do you think that is? Because people want their freedom. They want their money. They want their people. I think there's a part of people who want to be selfish as well. You have to be a hundred percent selfless to have a family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also 
people in our generation are becoming parents just later in life than compared to boomers who were having kids at 17, 18, 19, 20. Right. Now it's like 27, 20, 29, 30. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm counting that a lot, like, especially, uh, there's a lot, it's it's a common thing, and it's an our age group or age bracket where it's like, you know, I'll get to it, you know, and it seems like a lot of people just kind of entertain it because it's something they know they should do. Um, Yeah, or they think they should do. Yeah, exactly, right? And, I mean, I understand that, and I give, you know, props to people who are just like, it's just, I wouldn't be a great parent, so. Yeah, uh, or just know. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's not for me. Which I can I can get that. Uh, I'm someone who definitely wants to have children, so yeah. I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. So I just thought that was an interesting stat. Shout out National Geographic. Granted, that is from 2011, but right. still, how much more different is it going to be? Um, we've probably grown. I by would like never a billion. that. No, because I mean, LA is pretty big, mm-hmm. you know. But L- so just in LA. Not even all of California. No. Oh, that's so crazy. That's nuts. That is crazy. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I just I think it just painted a picture of like we are so much smaller than Yeah, we we're not as big as we think we are. Absolutely not. I've always actually lived by that statement up until almost like two days ago. And I <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, straight up. Can you believe this is hot this is fresh off the press? And I was uh watching a video of an astronomer. And he said, let's say, you know, Earth exists in a galaxy of, you know, infinite possibilities of other planets. And our galaxy exists in a potential infinite amount of other galaxies in a potential infinite universe. But what if every single other star is not? capable of producing the life we have here Mm. doesn't this really matter then Mm. we don't know there's nothing to compare to why not just think we are that important right if that gets you through your day for some people they like to feel that there's something more there were some people that terrifies them yeah thinking that they're small or Mm. that there's parallel universes or other planets or something like that scares a lot of people absolutely i mean parallel universes are interesting like even the idea of like hauntings is people thinking that's more like parallel universes. Right, when they see like um, an energy or something yeah. that could be. Yeah, or it's like a, a, time, like a time slip almost. That theory is interesting. Yeah. Which like there's people who just like would walk down the street and all of a sudden they're like in the 1800s for like a brief minute. Weird. And then they're back into like real life. It's like, what the heck? Weird. Yeah. I mean, I've I've never like had a real experience other than I was staying at a family's cottage and their cottage is near traditional burial grounds mm. and from like i mean historic burial grounds like i mean, right, you know what I mean? Back. yeah yeah like likely um first nations or native mm-hmm. burial grounds i would assume mm-hmm. and like 100 percent, i was looking at the the patio door and there was just like an orb just floating around like i saw it this isn't like like, i saw it and there's no other cottages around this one i was like that's weird and then we were (laughs) then when we were leaving i put my backup on yeah and my reverse camera just kept beeping like something was behind it but there was not a thing and i was like oh that's odd (laughs) (laughs) 
That is odd. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've lived here longer than I have. Um, yeah. What's any credence to the story of the, the, the you know, the McDonald Bridge that's collapsed twice? The what, sorry? The McDonald Bridge that's collapsed twice. I've never heard of that. So, yeah, apparently this is a story I've heard kind of been spread around. Okay. Uh, I'm actually curious if Philip can find it by the end. Of, I'm finished the story. So okay. Is, so there's a story that essentially um, when essentially the city took over, you know, the grounds that, you know, extend the McDonald Bridge. Yeah. Um, it was on First Nations territory. Yeah. And, you know, a chief elder uh, put a curse on the land that it would, the bridge would collapse three times. Got it. Apparently it's collapsed twice at this point. Oh, are people just waiting for the third? Yeah. That's like the old tale that I was told when I first moved here. I don't know if it's true or not. Well, were you told the tale of why it rains during the, the fair? No. What? No. So Bill, the Bill Lynch Fair yeah. is the Halifax Fair. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, you may want to Google this as well, but the Halifax Bill Lynch Fair, Bill Lynch's someone, son, relative, mm-hmm. um, engaged in a in a romantic relationship with a First Nations um, woman. Yeah, daughter mm-hmm. or niece mm-hmm. or, or, or relative. And that was a no-no. He, they didn't that was that was not right good. and they put a curse on the fair oh so that would always rain when the fair comes to halifax and right. nine times out of ten it rains when there's a fair really yeah what, what, what when's the fair usually take place like August? anytime there's a fair oh anytime yeah Google halifax fair rain or something Dude, what is this episode yeah <laughs> this is a i huge love version. i have another one yeah the curse space. of bill lynch Oh, the coast. And maybe I have it backwards, so let's get it right. But All right. The curse of Bill Lynch. Theorizing on why it is that when the fair rolls into the city, so too does endless, relentless rain. Boom. It always rains when Bill Lynch comes to town. Now, Bill Lynch himself, king of the Midway, beloved man of the carnival, who he who built a family fun time empire from the shores of McNabb's Island, has been dead since 1972. Bill Lynch. Uh, then is shorthand for any fair at all in that colloquial maritime way. A Sobeys bag means any plastic bag, even when you can plainly see a competing logo. Whether you're in downtown Dartmouth or at the provincial exhibition in Churro, that cavalcade of rides, unwinnable giants, stuffed animals, and candy apples, the focal point is always a Ferris wheel. Okay, we get the point. Um, Let's see if it goes on to explain. Okay, here we go. There are two leading theories about the curse. One is naturally racist as all get out, a spurned Mi'kmaq woman, and that's as a Mi'kmaq. Is that am I pronouncing that correct? I know there's two. So they they spelled it, I think, improperly. They uh, shouldn't. It's Mi'kmaq. Okay, Mi'kmaq. Yeah. Okay. A spurned Mi'kmaq woman. As that's as far as we need to go on that one. The other is halfway there. A carnival worker died on the job, so another carnival worker declared that the sky must weep in his honor every time the fair set up in a new place. This is almost believable, except who exactly was this random man with the power to control the weather just by saying it out loud? Interesting. Rather than sit on this pair of sub-bar ideas and in an attempt to flush some infinitely tight-lipped and local Lynch historians out of hiding, whether in correction, defense, or confirmation, here are three other theories about why it rains. Interesting. So interesting to learn, though, that Mm – so, I mean, I grew up on that first theory, which I – turns out is racist so that mm. you know i've learned something that's mm. great but that is what i was told mm. um but it is regardless of the theory yeah interesting yeah it does always rain i do have a question though why is it racist did i, um, did I miss something there i don't know i think it's probably just the fact that in a, a, a first nations put a curse on something because they were upset oh uh, 
Fair enough. It's like blaming blaming the native natives because it's rained the next fair. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I, th- okay. I think that's I, that. I think that's where the racism comes into play. Right. Um, but what if it's true? <laughs> but, oh my god! <laughs> Admittedly, the story I was told was that yeah. there was like a, a, a relationship disapproval right. going on. I didn't know it was just outright like that. But okay. Regardless, interesting that it does typically rain when there's a fair. Interesting. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. All right, now to my thing. Back to uh, indigenous people putting curses on things. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, sorry, the Angus Macdonald Bridge has been long said to be cursed over the span of two hundred years. Three bridges have, have been constructed on the site, and intrigue is connected to all three. The first construction, a footbridge, fell unexpectedly during a winter storm. Legend has it that a Mi'kmaq, the local native tribe, may have originally placed a curse on the bridge, causing it to fall. Years later, the second railway bridge also fell on an otherwise pleasant day. And the third, the present McDonald Bridge, has had its fair share of mystery, the first being a worker falling to his death while it was being constructed in the 1950s. Following this uh, accident, a local Mi'kmaq Indian chief was asked to remove the curse. He obliged by performing a ceremony in which he literally buried a hatchet, though some believe the curse still lingers. Interesting. Footbridge. Interesting. That must have been some uh, engineering feat. Uh-huh. Just Back a, then. Just a footbridge, eh? Yeah. Oof. That's a, that's, a, that's a long way. Yeah, very interesting. You know, and so, I, I, I'll be hearing more. I want to hear more haunted place ideas. To yeah, open you know up more, more haunted stuff here. I mean, there's like the Ambassador's Ghost Tour, I think. You walk around Citadel Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems kind of cheesy. Like, it's an old base. Right. Of course, it's haunted, but... I want like the interesting stuff. Like, you I know, want... we're gonna find some, we're gonna find some locals, and we're gonna have an elevate sponsored ghost tour this October. Wait, that's iconic. Dude, let's do it. Wait, what day does Halloween fall? I think it's a Saturday this year. That's exciting. What do we? All right, go to our YouTube page and put a like, thumbs up if you want to be a part of this. Uh, Wait, that could be fun. Yeah. Could anyway, be fun. anyways, woo, that was twenty minutes of fun. I got, I got one last conspiracy. Oh theory. come on, give, give it, give it, give it. On uh, when you're talking about space. Yeah. Uh, I, this is off like a Reddit post of a guy saying he works for NASA. So I like, saw this. <gasps> this Dude. is about so uh, apparently the disappearing stars. There was disappearing stars. Yeah. So there's three observed stars uh, in multiple in a quadrant of the universe that we've yep. been actively actively taking photographs of. That three of them have disappeared since what the seventies, I think. Seventy two, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, one of them disappeared, and they were like, "Oh, thought it was just like a phono error." And then they got the new telescope up, the JWST, the JWS, and they focused the telescope on there, and they saw that there were like strings connecting the between... energy was still there and they were connected but you could not see them between the stars and then recently they saw the string going towards another star and they put the telescope on it as it was approaching the star and you could see like beams of energy being fight sun. like fighting towards yeah like fighting the other beam. like other like supposedly aliens fighting off this like beam coming towards their star, and then eventually the star got engulfed then by this beam or whatever, and it like wrapped around the star. And at this point, we were like focused looking at the star, and as it wrapped around, apparently it looked like leaves like wrapping around the like star, 
grabbing its energy, and then they looked again at all the like elements and whatnot using whatever things on the telescope. They looked at the connection, and they they're thinking then that it's a giant organism or a plant, basically consuming stars for energy. So there's like they're thinking it's extraterrestrial life using stars for energy production. Weird. And apparently it started moving towards our sun and it's supposed to come here within 27 years. 27 years. So this Reddit user did say. Shout out Reddit. Yeah. So that's. Oh, I that's, thought that was so intriguing. I saw it just scrolling through and I'm like, oh, this, there's no way this is true. But like, it's intriguing. It's kind of scary. That yeah. is weird. Yeah, man. Space is cool. I love space. <laughs> I love oh. space. <laughs> Quote that in 27 years. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. We'll still be doing this every once a week. (laughs) 27 years from now, the boys will still be here. Welcome to the LV podcast. (laughs) I will be approximately 60 something years old. So, yikes. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. I don't even want to think about that. Shoot. That does the same thing for people thinking about space. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, even like the whole idea that people think that, you know, the, the UFOs that we've seen yeah. are all government run. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. I yeah. don't know. For another episode, obviously, <laughs> through my family, there's talks to this, so sure. Look up the um, Barrington, Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. the UFOs sightings that have been seen there. When you drive through the town, it's like all about UFOs. Oh, really? Just in Nova Scotia. And basically, there was a UFO that crashed into the water. And it was tracked by the Canadian government as hitting the water. And, like, foam came out of it. And when local fishermen went over to try and rescue what they thought was a plane, it took off underwater going, like, 80 kilometers an hour underwater. No way. The Coast Guard had this thing tracked going, like, rapid out of the harbor. Underwater. Just took off. That's a mess. Dude, these things happen. Yeah, dude, oh my God. that's like a whole episode. Dude, that's like that's wow. We that's need a, to do like a Halloween. Conspiracy yeah, oh, we episode. should get spooky Nova Scotia stuff for an episode. Absolutely, throw them in, y'all. Whether it be in our fill up our Instagram DMs or in the comment sections of YouTube, whatever it is, wherever you can make contact us, send us an there's email. There's cool stuff here. There's history in this province. Yeah, man, man. we gotta fill. Up. We gotta yeah, somebody. Ooh, yeah, we gotta we gotta get somebody on us. Let me lit. Be fun. Be fun. Woo! Be fun. Woo! Anyway, right. how do we make this segue? Yeah, right. <laughs> so speaking of crazy things that are happening in the what in life, <laughs> crazy things are happening in Saskatchewan. Oh Holy my gosh! Smokes. What about these guys stabbing people? Dude, that is. Um, uh, I I haven't actually really been able to fathom. The I get caught up on most things in life. I always think, why, 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 why. And there isn't a why yet. Yeah. And it's bug- I just don't get it. It's just completely as, I mean, it's an overused term, but it is senseless. It really is. Yes. Like, it's like 10 killed, 15 injured, something like that. I was actually having this conversation today with my mom and with Hannah. 18 injured. How people who, or at least what I've, I've been seeing, is people who, who organize and execute these mass killings. It's almost like... They know there will be 15 minutes of fame afterward. And if, you've, if you're if you dealing with someone with a true narcissistic personality, this is just their 
entryway to that fame. Mm. To them, they don't. It's like it's like it doesn't matter, but they get the fame regardless of what it's for. It's like all press is good press, right? Interesting. Is that why these people are doing it? I don't know. I, 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 like this is just me grasping at straws because I just can't figure out why. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. There. Yeah. That may not even be why. That's what makes us like right. Or were they up. just born innately to kill? Yeah. That's an interesting one to think about too. Huh? Yeah, like, like, were they just born that way? Yeah, I don't know. Well, apparently, uh, the one who's at large right now, who the because one is deceased, one died, committed suicide, at least reportedly, um, and then the second one's still on the still on the run, at, yeah. at least at the time of recording uh, this show at the moment. Yeah, he might be captured by the time this thing airs. Um, but you know, he's he's been in and out of jail and prison, you know, and like. Uh, lawyers recovering it in terms of like why, how, why was he out? Yeah, all the things that he's done. Yeah, uh, he's committed a lot of crimes before this, and he was just out. Um, <sighs> and I'm not gonna like brings back another conversation of how ridiculous our uh, justice system is, and um, you know how uh, soft our federal government is on crime. Period. Yeah, uh, which trying to understand this whole mentality of trying to take guns away from everybody, but then releasing all the criminals into the wild. Yeah. I don't get it. So, and I think there's three main things. I think one, there isn't maybe strict enough incarceration policies for people at this degree, or there is not ample rehabilitation structures in place for people who commit crimes like this. And then the third thing I think I've noticed through the news and watching you can see it in Nova Scotia, but across the world, mainly in Canada, is if if you're able to make a convincing case that you are not criminally responsible, you can live a pretty good life as a criminal, mm. you know, and that's scary. Right. Because there are some people who are not criminally responsible. I don't know how much I love that. You did commit a crime. Right. That's for another day. But if you're not actually someone who ticks all those boxes but can convince them criminals are sometimes really good liars or convincers or manipulators so i wonder how many make it through the system who don't actually require mental health services mm. but know that that's an out right that's a good point. i have no idea that's a great point uh, it's, it's 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 a messy situation right because like there's some big things that need to be addressed in the meantime, you know, and um, I have <laughs> I have a, a couple friends who work corrections, and hearing their stories of kind of their perspective, yeah, and uh, it's funny they are literally the epitome of I hate every government. <laughs> yeah, and there's like when conservatives in power, they have some serious problems, and then liberals are in power, they have some serious issues uh, as well. It's just the reality of um, tribalistic policies. One hundred percent, and I think. <laughs> we got a comment on a show maybe two weeks ago and was like, I thought you guys were part of Rebel News. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, which is so funny. I don't mean to say it in that tone. Yeah. I think that was quite common. It was actually a nice comment. Yeah. Um, but what I think is funny is let's say we, we keep this show up for eight more years. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying this strictly for an example. Um, in four, let's say we transition to a conservative government. By the time we hit that eight-year mark, I suspect you and I would have a lot to say about the conservative government by that time, too. 100%. It's just that right now, the only thing I can complain about is the liberal government. Right. They both, I think, are you know pretty hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think any type of power structure. And I, and this is a, I actually am a huge fan of term limits, I think, now. 
Oh, me too. Yeah. I think everyone's time is up. Yeah. Everyone's got a time limit mm-hmm. for everything they do. Yeah. So you, 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 you can't play ball forever. No. And like I've been seeing, I'm seeing what true. I saw the same thing with Harper and I'm starting to see the same thing with Trudeau is you start, you're in office for long enough. You start thinking you're untouchable and you start You doing, think you're Canada. Yeah. You are. You a, are the nation's core. Mm-hmm. You've put yourself at the center of our country. Yeah. We are supposed to be at the center of the country. Exactly. And you think you can get away with anything. Yeah. At that point. And like a lot of, and I'm starting to realize that, and that's the part I have a problem with, is a lot of people who had complaints about Harper, about how he would kind of utilize his Are blind power. right now. Yeah. All of a sudden, Trudeau is doing the exact same thing yeah. and worse. Uh, and, uh, and all of a sudden, oh, it's not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Woke liberalism, I think, you know, will, to, to be a woke liberal, you have to turn a blind eye. Yeah. Otherwise, your narrative falls apart. Mm, yeah, that's a tough. And that's a tough one to admit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it all the time. Like, <clears throat> as someone who's a Christian, it's very interesting to me when I run into um, other people who believe. Yeah. Um, and then seeing the degree of how firm their faith actually is. Right. And seeing how defensive someone gets, say, when an atheist comes to them. Right. And, like, just ask questions. Like, all right, well, can you tell me the legitimacy of like the creation story? And all of a sudden, well, of course, uh, the planet's been around for 3,000, 6,000 years, and this, that, the other. And they get all, like, bent out of shape over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, or there's a conversation there of, like, this is why there's always been such a friction between Christians and atheists yes. over the time is because Christians are so awful at defending their faith and actually knowing how to properly have conversations. Yeah. Uh, and I see the same thing with woke liberalism is you bring up one question, all of a sudden they get defensive and they get mad. Likewise with Far rights. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's the exact same. Let me make that mm-hmm. very clear. Far mm-hmm. rights are no better. I think the message in all of that is wherever you look, there's divisiveness mm-hmm. in yeah. every aspect. Even if it's, let's say, at your job, you know, and say there's like uh, you're, you work a retail job, the managers are always wearing a different shirt than the cashiers. Mm-hmm. They're always in a different office. They're all. And I understand there's a hierarchy, but that plain divisiveness creates an energy and a culture. And it's can be that basic where it's like, that's not very harmless, but it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's an example you can see, Mm -hmm. you can literally see that divisiveness. Right. So I think when it's invisible, it's actually easier for it to get more toxic because you can't spot it. Mm. No, I think you're right. I think this goes back to the conversation I was just having with someone just recently. Um, and they asked me the question. There's like, you know, the states and us as well, because um, it's affected us to a different degree. They're referring to, to Biden's speech this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, how does America come back from this? Right. Like how do they, how do we? Because like, Canada is just about is getting it to be as divisive as the states are at this point. Yeah. Like, how do we come back from this? Yeah. And I legitimately, for the first time, I was like, I don't think there is. Like, I think I think we're toast. Yeah, you know, I think we're. I think the Canada that say our kids are going to grow up in are going to be drastically different. Absolutely than right. What I was than what I inherited. Absolutely right, and, and not in a good way either. Um, I admittedly expected nothing less because I'm growing up in a different Canada than that of my parents mm-hmm. and that of my grandmother who immigrated here. If she was alive, God rest her soul, this is not the Canada that she would be comfortable in. I don't think. Right. It's not the Canada that she knew. Mm-hmm. But that's life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she's not here anymore, and time goes on. Right. And so I think it's 
it is unfortunate that this is the state that it's in, but I think it's only natural. Yeah, I think the thing that bothers me, and this is this is definitely gonna be a hot take. It's gonna ruffle some feathers. Um, but like, I remember you know growing up, you know, being in middle school and learning about the civil rights movement, um, and all the terrible things that happened in the South would be slavery and all the racism throughout the '60s, '70s, '80s, so on and so forth. Um, and I was like, wow, like I'm so glad we got past like like these heavy racists kind of running the show. Yeah. And then I'm like, we just gave the racist power again through woke liberalism. I, I caught that yeah. the other day. Like when, when we brought, when we posted that one TikTok, um, Oh yes. When I made the comparison with the, um, the, the wall to how Nova Scotians treat yes. people coming the outside. And one guy comes in and was like, well, one was dealing with brown people and, and, you know, in this blatant disregard for Mexican people, people are coming from South America and he made a huge sweeping statement about all Mexicans and brown people and how that's not a big deal compared to what COVID was. And I was like, just in your statement, it was like kind of a racist statement just to make a sweeping statement about a whole group of people based on their ethnicity. That's, that's racism. And you're going to come and tell me that my take was off. You know, you're literally being, you're claiming to be progressive, but you're making racist statements. Yeah, one was to deal with Mexicans. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, like, okay, fair enough. One was to deal with illegal border crossings, Mm -hmm. regardless of who does them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing is like a lot of the um, illegal crossings were people coming from South America. So you're talking about Ecuador. Um, Yeah, why'd you only mention Mexico? Yeah, because that's the country they're coming from, sure. But like, it's just like, I don't know, this type of stuff, like I just find our discourse has been... Divisive. We've become, we've, racism has made its way back in, in a way that I didn't think it would. It looks different now. Yeah. It's like, it came from the side that I thought was supposed to be forward thinking and progressive. I'm like, yeah, we're all on the same team. And then eventually they just started making everything about race and treating people differently based on their skin color or their gender or their sexual orientation. Yeah. And I was like, what happened? Yeah. Well, how did we get here? Yeah. Like, it's like, I, I was, you know, I'm a huge believer in treating people just based on the merit of their character. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. pretty sure there's someone who was really famous once upon a time who said that at some point. I don't know. You probably remember their name. Um, but it's know, true. Like, I think the way you and I are thinking that, I know who it is. Well, you and I are thinking that way that was <laughs> unique. I think those in power, like in true power, like, mm. um, like Republican Democrats, I mean, they have historically always had something wrong mm. you know republicans were at one point racist yeah now you could say there is white knighting or some racism going on in the left that looks different now mm-hmm. in the same breath though you know there are other equality issues that happen on the other side too mm-hmm. so it's like to me I, i'm here like dying for a middle ground yeah. I'm dying for a middle ground where we can just exist. I just don't, I don't think even my kids would see that. I don't know. I don't know if I think what I'm learning as I grow up is I think this whole life thing is built with turmoil. I think you have to find a way to exist with it. Right. We're just broke. I don't think we're owed a, 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 oh, I don't think we are owed a simple, peaceful or restful existence it is up to us to create that right yeah 
there's something I was watching the other day where uh, there was a there was a story of a wild boar who just like attacked a guy in Italy and like almost straight up mauled him to death. Oh my gosh, so, yeah. a wild boar in Italy. Yeah, it was something what like a that. Story. Like, I, like, I was going what a headline. Thing. Yeah, and apparently, apparently in Italy the laws are you can only carry like three rounds or six rounds with you at a time. Got it. And so he only had a pop. Pop missed and him, and then it, it was not oh, enough. No. And this guy got into serious trouble. Eventually, I think he survived. Um, but it was just like the point was like, wow, this whole, like every like you get out of the wild, things are built to kill you. Like, yes. yeah, we're not like we we have to exist with these things, but they they want to. There's a lot of things in this world that want to kill us, uh, let alone our fellow man or fellow person. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a weird time. I think you're right. I think you make a uh, bring it a good point. It's just the reality is like. We have to face the reality that we live in a very broken life, broken society, broken people, and a lot of crap is going to happen, and we have, yeah. to, we have to make your own peace. I have found a lot of comfort in the saying, if we all got together in a circle and put our problems in the middle, we would all choose our own if we had to walk back out. Mm. You know? So I think there is something to be said for just finding peace and becoming content. Right. And just... Loving people as you go. Yeah. Just if it makes you happy. If being ruthless, if maybe it sounds oh, no. messed up to here say, we, here we go. but here's the thing. If, if doing something like this, like what I'm speaking of is the Saskatchewan killing or, mm. you know, if in his soul and in his mind, be there something wrong, maybe like a mental health issue or something. But if he was convinced that it was going to bring him joy, and happiness to do it, I can understand why he did it. Mm. He was convinced that it was the right thing to do. But for you and I, maybe the right thing to do is to read a book and have a, a coffee or something. Yeah, it'd be, the, it'd be a hot take, uh, but don't do it. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, I think we are just wired differently, I think. I don't know if we'd ever get an explanation <laughs> of why this happened. You know, I think it just, there's something in it a person's brain that says, this is okay. This will bring me satisfaction. Okay. It just brings up uh, how messed up we are as a society that like, we are so driven by pleasure. It brings up oh, we are. Oh my gosh. We are like, because it feels right. If we it's click the, right the button. I want it to make a noise back. Right. Like, like we're like monkeys. We're right. just like, we just want the dopamine. We are just craving it. Yeah, man. This new age of tech does, hasn't helped. Huh? No, are you kidding? I can anything I want. I can buy stuff. I can buy food. I can do my school. I can do work. I can do everything from here instantly. And I noticed this the other night where I'd sent a a pretty important email reply to someone at like 930. And I could not fall asleep because I was waiting for them to get back to me. It's 930 at night. Right. They're not going to get back to me. Right. But I'm so used to instant gratification that I just was like, buzzing i was like vibrating i just wanted them to get back to me i was like what are they thinking why are they not replying was that rude should i not should i send in the morning so i had to find an app where i can schedule emails to send in the morning because then it's more appropriate when you you know you're waiting for that response but i'm just trained for instant gratification i am like trained for it dude yeah how how long do you think if, if everything just like went kaput we hit like real time civil war all um supply lines are, are cut yeah how long do you think you could last on on your own me yeah i here's the thing um i mean my father taught me how to handle a weapon right um i could hunt if i had to mm-hmm. okay you know 
Um, I don't know if I could skin it well, but I, I could get the meat out of it. Right. I, I think I could eat. I watched my other, my grandfather on my mother's side plant and know how to plant a very fruitful garden. Mm-hmm. I could survive that way too. Okay. Um, I think I'd be okay. I think I'd be okay. That was, I'll ask this question then. If it happened today, like yeah. tonight, yeah. internet's down, yeah. life is back to primitive times, yeah. could you do it tonight? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It helps that I own property. Right. That I can go to, mm-hmm. to plant a garden, to bunker, right. to secure myself, where I don't have to rely on someone else for housing. Right. And I understand that's privilege, mm-hmm. but it's mine. I have it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd be okay. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do yeah. it. I want to go on TikTok tonight. Yeah. But <laughs> I want my Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah. But I could do what I think. Interesting. It would be very different for me. Yeah. I'm a little prissy. Like, you know, certain things, like mm-hmm. I'm, you know, um, you know, like I, I it would be hard. Yeah. But I think I could do it. Okay. Do you think you could? Um, well, the thing is like, I, I don't, I, I'm trying to think like, obviously I, I know I have my food all set up in terms of, like at least two months worth of food at home. Yeah. So at least I could get, at least I could survive on food. Yeah. The thing is, I don't think I, I'm thinking like things just really hit the fan Yeah. and violence starts breaking out in the streets and you really got to protect yourself. Yeah. I'm not ready. Right. For that type of conflict. Right. You know, I don't have weapons. Oh, well, I got a knife, I, I which don't apparently know is even, effective. I don't <laughs> know if I'm mentally prepared right. for that. Yeah. Like, if, if it was like they were just coming in drones. Yeah. I don't know. Like People are just coming because they, like, there was no cops, no nothing, and it's time to start stealing from other people. That's how I'm going to survive. Would you be able to defend people off of your property? Like, I'd be, yeah. You know? I know you would definitely be able to. I couldn't. I wouldn't. I, I just don't have the means to. Yeah. You know, um, and I think I need to start convincing my wife to uh, let me to, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Kelsey, I'll, could you let me own a gun, please? <laughs> listen, obviously, I mean. Just kidding. That's a joke. It, 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 here's the thing. And what is crazy about this country with, you know, gun laws. Say, mm-hmm. for example, you manage to acquire a firearms license, which I encourage everyone to look into what that means in Canada. And then you managed to get a restricted firearms license, meaning you could own a pistol. Right. Not just a hunting rifle. You could own a pistol. It needs to be trigger locked without any ammo in it. The ammo needs to be in a separate safe than the weapon. And it needs to be in a locked safe. If someone were to come into your home and you were to undo the trigger lock, undo the ammo case, load it, fire, and take their life, you would be charged with improper handling of a firearm. Yeah. But you could stab them. Yeah. To death. Yeah. I don't get our gun laws here, man. Yeah. Like, they don't make any sense to me. I think that's the, that's why oh, after all the poor pick stuff happened, how that was used in such a way to continue to like enforce laws. That was laws. so disgusting. That was ridiculous. They didn't give them a moment no. to just have, uh, they didn't let them have a moment to grieve. Before they were using them in in their agenda. Yeah. And, that was super insensitive. And I'm trying to... Well, it, I mean, I, I was listening to it on the... Uh, the, the on Global News did a whole pod, eight-part podcast on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was one of the things I heard from one of the victims was like, we didn't have a weapon. And that was the only way we were going to be able to defend ourselves. And they found like, you know, an old rifle that had like a few rounds left in it. Yeah. And I think the... Like one of the kids had it, something like that, ended up grabbing it. Um, but it just that, like, that was for them. That's the first thing they came to. Is like, I wish 
we had access to guns. Yeah. So we could have protected ourselves. Um, which is like, that comes down to the whole, that's a whole other argument, which I'm not telling you where I, where I lie on that, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a complicated conversation. I'm a, I actually, am, I don't know how you'd even regulate this. I'm just, this is more of like my perfect world is I actually think there should be separate laws for weapons for people who live rurally versus people who live in the cities. If cops are going to take 45 minutes to get to you, I think you should have better, have more easy access to weapons, whether just be fighting off um, bears, um, animals, yeah, stuff like coyotes, that. Yeah, coyotes, yeah. Or if, you know, there's, you know, like, or if people are coming to bring harm to you. Yeah. Like, cops aren't, RCMP ain't getting here for 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, these people need something to be able to take care of business, yeah. right? Like, it, it's interesting, right? Um, versus cities, well, your cops are going to be at your doorstep in five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Which even then, in the most craziest times, isn't going to be that fast That feels enough. like a lifetime. I'm, yeah. I can't relate. No. God willing, I'm. Uh, thank God I'm not able to relate, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I feel like five minutes in a high-stress situation must feel like a year. Must feel like a lifetime. Absolutely. I imagine how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, I mean, we... <laughs> Stepped in a lot of dicey territory already, but, um, but like it's, it's, yeah. And I want to be perfectly clear. I'm not trying to say anything that's offensive. Mm -hmm. I just simply think it's things worth thinking about. Yeah. Things, yeah. Things have come to mind, conversations that have come to mind. Yeah. Like through all this stuff going on. Yeah. Maybe I've got it a hundred percent wrong, but it's just what I've seen and what I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shoot, bro. Man. (laughs) Yeah, so we're gonna skip like half things we're gonna talk about tonight. <laughs> what can you do? We're just yeah. on a roll. Yeah, we got, we're gonna keep a, keep it rolling. But yeah, it is um, it's intriguing, and uh, I was personally, um, you know, this is you know, people. This is gonna be a couple weeks old by this time uh, this airs. Um, but the whole thing with the Biden's uh, speech in front mm. of the uh, the red and black. Uh, that was weird. Yeah. And that was like, uh, for me, that was kind of the moment for me. I was like, oh, this is getting real. Like, yeah. he actually took Target at, like, a good chunk of America. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I can't that say was I was an, a fan of that. Yeah, that was an interesting approach from your country's leader. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the man who's quoted saying, I'm here to unite. And then, like, I mean, the person you're talking about had 73 million votes. Yeah. So even take a fraction. What would it be even 20 million people that really believe in who, who Trump is? And if you they, they categorize themselves as mega, that's 20 million people, dude. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm still thankful I'm not in America. Yeah. Through everything right. that's happened in Canada, I'm still okay being here mm-hmm. comparatively. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Know? Yeah. 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 Uh, that because uh, I don't know. I don't know if one's better than the other. I just think the divisiveness and the intense need to vilify, cancel, and mm. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just 10 times in America, it feels like, compared to here. Yeah. Well, I think they're 10 times. Also, there's more people. Yeah, there's more people, but they're they're just further ahead than us, like – even in our like rhetoric between politicians is getting has gotten is increased in uh, relatively yeah like our parliament is intense now more than ever yeah like uh, oh ten x speak America speaking of that like I, I was I was a video I sent you a couple of nights ago uh, I w- I forgot about this and was mm. reminded of how terrible it got during the 
um, trucker convoy. Yeah. When you had a member of parliament say honk honk was an uh, essentially an acronym for Hail Hitler. Yeah. This a real politician stood on the stick in Parliament Hill was in the House of Commons who uttered those words saying that's what that means. What the heck? Is to an opposing caucus that has several yeah. Jewish constituents yeah. or what were they called um, members of parliament. Yeah. I was like I I was stunned. I was like and then you want to tell me that like oh we're good. We're not that divided. When I hear those things too and um, especially very lately, everything's come back to someone's being compared to Hitler. Yeah, everyone loves to compare to Hitler. And growing up, listening to my grandmother talk about her escape from Nazi Nazi Germany or, or the the reign of Nazi Germany and what that meant to face Hitler. Mm. It's super, super in poor taste. And anyone who refers to anyone but Adolf Hitler as something that's Hitler is absolutely, absolutely whack. You can't trust him. Absolutely whack. It is not the same. No. So sorry. Yeah. You know, uh, and I know, like, the, the argument is, well, it's like, we, it's best to call it out now so it doesn't get to that point. Where I'm like, yeah. Then call it out for yeah. what it is. Yeah. For, well, exactly what You it is. using <laughs> Hitler is... is, is Trying to sell a point, you're trying to sell a position. Mm-hmm. You're trying to use buzzwords, and it's a weak, and, a, and it must be a weak position if you're finding yourself needing to go to that level. Yeah. However, it is disgusting. However, I will say, pointed out, Biden looked a little weird uh, during his speech. Dude, that was weird. There was a lot of stuff about that on Twitter. I was yeah. like, wait, that is weird. I love that CNN did during it. What? Dude, they saw how bad that red and black looked behind him. And they color adjusted it? To like a fuchsia. No! To the point you could tell the colors in the American flag are different. Oh. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Even CNN's trying to run interference like, ooh, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. That was in poor taste. <laughs> that was bad. And yeah. but the thing is like, you know, I started learning all the planning that goes into these things. And people who plan, say like, you know, the stage, this, that, the other. Like that was 100% on purpose. Which hurts me, actually, on a very much, on a deeper level. Yeah, to the point where you knew what Biden was going to be talking about, and you wanted to prove a point, and yep. you wanted to, like, all right, game on. You wanted to hurt that, someone. Yeah. You wanted to hurt people. Yeah. You wanted to be like, all right, you know what? MAGA Republicans, it's on. We're coming for you. And here we are, man. Things are going to get spicy. And, and to completely contradict myself, that's not Hitler. Though, Hitler at his core, Adolf Hitler at his core, was a politician mm-hmm. who had it against a certain demographic of people. So, while I still don't like it, mm-hmm. just because of my own personal connections to what that is, I can understand the fear mm-hmm. of a MAGA Republican. Mm-hmm. Though I don't agree with, agree with them either, mm. I can understand the fear. Right. That, that's, that, was, that was in poor taste. Apparently, uh, yeah, his, uh, his rating is like... D- Wearing the gutter after that speech, like both sides are just like, oh, that was a little much. It was a lot much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was really hard to digest. Yeah, I had I had friends who like who were like diehard like Democrat uh, parents stuff, and they're just like, I didn't like that. I yeah, didn't like that at all. 
And I was like, it's bad when your own side starts to talk about it. Yeah. That exactly. is the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, and I think that's the problem. Is I think the Democrats realize it's the end because they, if you realize all the things that Biden is running on, it's the same thing that Trudeau does up here. And we'll bring it back to the Canadian content eventually. But the, his whole platform at this point is Trump bad. He hasn't actually told why Biden good. Yeah. Like, what, what have I, like, what have you done, Biden? Yeah. That's really helped people out. Um, it was like, no, we're going after Trump and all the supporters. I'm like, um, I mean, Trudeau does the same thing up here. It's like, it's all about how awful the conservatives are and yeah. how racist they are and um, yeah. you can't allow them in power. And I'm like, hey, but Trudeau, what have you, what have you done though yeah. lately? Weed's legal. Yeah. I'd like, love to know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, uh, inflation's at an all time high. <laughs> Great. Yeah, but it's our fault. Yeah. Because we talk about it. It's our fault. We keep talking about it. Yeah, it's exactly. all, actually single handedly caused by the show. Yeah. Yes, we talk about it too much. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, made a little quick old call. Calling the old JT. Yeah, like, hey man, so I just want to let you know that we keep We've the inflation about, going. Yeah, we we need we need content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I actually got on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was wild time. Actually, you want to bring up this photo right here? You want to enlarge that? Actually, that brought up a huge point to me. Um, you just look like it should come up. There you go. Um, that uh, problem for inflation. Is uh, so this is a kind of a LinkedIn post from Liz Goslin, um, chief creative officer at our Gene Strategic. But she's talking about how, uh, oh, this is from today, eh? Yes, yeah, yeah today. these interesting numbers. So, Nova Scotia living wage is about 2350, minimum wage right now is 1335. Yeah, and so I brought it to the point where Bank of Canada is like, oh, because people are asking for more, more money, is driving up inflation. Yeah, I'm like, bro, the cost of things are so expensive right now, of course. People are di- people are dying. Literally, they're sinking. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, people are literally pulling out credit just to go to the grocery store. It's Isn't that disgusting? Brutal. The fact. How are people not more upset about this? I actually don't know how people are not more upset about the fact that Canadians are going into consumer debt to feed their children. I think because with no plan on how to repay it. Because if I was a parent and had kids. I would feed my kids before I worried about how I was going to pay off my debt. I would 100%. But that doesn't mean that's the right thing that should be happening. No. And I think the problem is, is I, I re, I've caught the, I've caught on to this over the past 14 years now. Whereas, like, the people tend to take on the personality of who's leading. So, <laughs> so, so, so during 2008, you had a very, you know, fiscally conservative government. Yeah. Um, people just naturally were fiscally conservative in their own finances. Yes. Um, to the point where 2008, you know, it, it hurt some people, but it wasn't nearly as bad as what happened in the rest of the world. Yep. It's actually pretty chill here. But now we have a government that just loves to throw money at everything. Duh, they spend money like it's going out of style. And then all they create money yeah. like it's going out of style. <laughs> True. And now we're at a point where people are like, like where are the, what is it? The, um, the, essentially our consumer credit. Oh, our consumer credit index or consumer spending index yeah, or something? Yeah, something like that. It's just like, it's through the roof. It's high as it's ever been. Yeah, they're like making up numbers to fit onto a scale. Yeah, which yeah. it's just like, yikes. What's going to happen, right? And so, yeah. I mean, I think it's, again, just people taking advantage. or not taking advantage, but, again, mimicking the personality or the actions of who leads them. Yep. And I think what the issue we're seeing with people taking out, you know, debt to, say, pay for groceries is just, I think, because debt is so normalized in our society. It's like, ah, whatever, just declare bankruptcy, right? And it, it, uh, it starts from school. Mm-hmm. I think you are, you are taught to save money, to, uh, uh, to, to have credit, to spend, to be a consumer, to be a worker, mm-hmm. which is nothing, and I need to be perfectly clear, there is absolutely nothing wrong with working 
a stand, like a, a nine to five. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Though what there is something wrong with is going into severe debt to support the lifestyle that your nine to five cannot provide that you wish you had. Mm. Um, and this is I'm not speaking about right now where you can't even have a life you just simply need. Yeah. No one is told that debt, like the reason why debt isn't, and uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad says this, mm-hmm. the reason why debt is not taxed is because that is how money is created. Right. And what I mean by that is, is if you lend, if if you lent me a hundred grand, I'm convinced I could turn it into a million dollars. Just simply through real estate, I think I could. But if you give a spender or someone who admires or strictly adheres to a, a, a consumer or spending agenda, they would just simply owe the bank $100,000. But we were both given the same thing. Yeah. You know, and I think we're just, we're taught that. We mm-hmm. are, it's innate. Yeah. You have to look to become someone who knows how to be fiscally responsible. Yeah. And it's not easy. I'm not saying I'm perfect because yeah. I can spend too, like mm-hmm. the best of them. Yeah. But it's it, you have to have some sort of control. The issue is there's no room for control right now. It's too late for control. People are starving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, people are hurting. And uh, and people who are, you know, in positions of authority who are really well off are kind of like, yeah, I know it's an issue, but they don't feel it personally. And nor do their, does their friend circle or people directly around them in their lives are feeling it either. Like, they don't even understand what's going on. Not a cl- not a clue. I don't think like for example a political like a super high up political person. So an, a member of parliament. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have to check the price of anything. I think they have a, an American Express or a credit card that just gets paid off. Their card always works. Their card always works, dog, and it just gets paid off. Yeah. And I think that's just it. Yeah. And especially when you have the likes of the Weston family who heavily, mm. um, oh my God, what's the word? Lobby the government. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who sets the majority of the grocery prices in Canada. Loblaws is by far the biggest grocery retailer. And they are like lobbying all the time with the liberal government. Love it. So what are we to do? But start fighting in the streets to eat. Like what's next? Yeah, what is next? I, I'm what is next? I'm genuinely curious. What's yeah, next. me too. I'm not joking. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we can think about it. What is next? Um, I guess so. Big things we need are shelter, food. Shelter is becoming harder and harder to come by these days. Yep. Um, we st- need that first because food's no good if you have nowhere to store it. Exactly, and we're already starting to see that in our even our city. Like the crime has gone up here in Halifax, yep. let alone around the country. Um, I can only assume mental health services, the need for it has gone up. Yep. And now, so that's, you know, you already have an issue with shelter and now food's getting harder to come by. Inflation's getting, it's increasing, uh, things like crazy. Um, and so now people are, I've heard, already heard stories too of, of moms who've, uh, are literally putting water in their milk so it can last, Yeah, you know, stuff like that. It's just like, yikes. And now Loblaws is putting police in the su- Atlantic superstores. I started seeing that. I'm be real with you. If uh, be real. If uh, I was at like a, a let's say what's like a local gro- like Arthur's, mm-hmm. and I saw someone stealing, I would be a little hurt by that because that's a local grocery store. Yeah. If I see a parent stealing at Loblaws, I am turning the other way, one hundred percent. 
Uh, like that is not my business. <laughs> I'm not sticking my neck up for Galen Weston. Mm. They must be stealing for a reason. Who mm. am I to get in the way of them feeding their kids? Mm. But people, I know there are people who must be stealing to feed their family. Yeah, that, that was a great point. I, Why else are there cops there? Yeah, like I, I was just wondering that the other day because I, the, my past two trips have gone. This is about this is the past two weeks now. Yeah, I've been seeing like police, and I was like, that's odd, 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 very odd. And that was but, uncomfortable shopping experience. But now you, now I'm starting to realize now inflation's going up. Things are getting crazier. They can uh, prosecute out the door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, go, you're going. Yeah. You're, come on with me. Yeah. I can only assume that's why. Has to be why going. else is there a cop in my grocery store? Yeah. So, which, uh, well, I mean, uh, give me the general area of where you, the store usually goes. The north end of Halifax, dog. Oh, really? Let's call it what it is. It's yeah. right on Young Street. Oh, you're there's one. not. No, I went there the other day for one thing. Yeah. Because there's not one in mine in Bedford. Oh. Of course. Yeah. Of course, is right. Mm. It's shady, and it's not right. Even going to, I went shopping the other day at the Atlantic Service Store down by South End. Mm. Oh, yeah, Barrington. The Barrington one. And I just there, and I'm, I've been there for like two minutes, and then I just hear over the PA. PA is like security to aisle one and two, or <laughs> like to check one or two, and they're yeah. like security, like saying multiple times, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, this is student discount day. Like, <laughs> yeah, dog, I'm just here to not pay tax. That five-finger discount, <laughs> yeah. let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, it, it's, I think we're, it's like, I think we are like moments away from tyranny. Mm. Dang, I didn't, that's a, that's a strong statement. You think so? When I have to grocery shop with police, that's scary to me. Mm. I've never seen something like that. Right. And I know people, it's one cop, but when is it Ever 10? Happened. Yeah. When all of a sudden is it like cops are checking you before you leave the store? Mm. When is it Just like ha- Costco greeters? Right. Right. When does the Costco greeter turn into a security guard? Mm. When you start seeing changes like that, to me, that is like low level tired. And that is like, what's going on? Right. That's a great point. I, I actually like, I'm like, yeah, I, I'll say what I said earlier. Like I've been starting to see the cops at more grocery stores around the city. Um, and I, I was just like, I found it odd. Didn't really understand it. And, but now just as you speak, I was like, oh, now I'm connecting the dots. And why isn't it everyone? Mm-hmm. Because Loblaws in Nova Scotia, if it's an Atlantic superstore, are not franchises. So it's not like one owner of one store said, I'm going to hire HRP to be here. Mm-hmm. That was up to corporate. Why would they not put one at every store? Mm-hmm. And then they may say, well, there's more theft here. Mm-hmm. Is that the reason? You think so? You, you think it's deeper than that? Absolutely. I think it is deeper than that. I think mm-hmm. it 100% is deeper than that. So now I'm going to, we might need to do a vlog on this. Just go to every superstore. We can just hit a bunch of superstores in the city and just see who's got costs, who doesn't. Even Dude. the NSLC and Bud Scotia Square, mm-hmm. they have a security guy at the door now. And you get ID'd walking in. Uh, that's new. That's new. So that, I was, I you know. Do they scan I, it? No, they just check they it. They just look it. But it wasn't there the start of the summer. Absolutely. It's never sudden, been there. All, all of a sudden, I walked down, and there's a, I'm getting an ID, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's uh-huh. weird. Also, get ID'd at the desk, but like. Weird. Mm. Scotia Square is sketchy. Yeah. It's, you it's, know, it's a I fun mean, time down there. It is interesting. Yeah. But even still, there never used to be security at the Scotia Square. Mm-hmm. Anything, really. I mean, the mall had security. Yeah. I just think. There's always something else with someone like Loblaws. Mm-hmm. It's always got to be deeper than what meets the eye. 
Makes sense. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, dude. Who am I? Yeah. Well, it's... um, I mean, we'll we'll finish with this story because I'm curious. We should touch on something on this freaking note. (laughs) Because because we're talking about things that are going crazy, we'll hit the Nova Scotia power increases. Yeah. Um, So Nova Scotia power wants to increase rates by 11.6% over the next two years, up from previous forecast. Company says it needs more money from ratepayers to cover skyrocketing fuel costs. <laughs> needs more money from us, dog. What was the raise we talked about last year? Oh my um, god, buddy's making buckets of money. Amira, that was I, that was over the solar panels. Yeah, but the the CEO had it took a raise. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah the yeah, CEO yeah. took like a multi million dollar raise, right? So, uh, yeah, of, yeah, it was Amira. Amira, is it or the? company that oversees Amira. Amira is the company that oversees NS Power. Oh, that's it. Okay, so I think it was Amira then. Yeah. Yeah, he took a good chunk of cash. So, so find some money. Yeah. <laughs> find some money somewhere else. We need some little extra. So Nova Scotia Power says it needs more money uh, from weight prayers. Uh, the company is now asking regulators for permission to raise rates by 11.6% between 22 and 2024, 20, uh, up from the 10% it applied for earlier, earlier this year. this year, dog. And I bet the regulators will say yes. Because yeah. just like everything else in this province, Amira is brown nosed right to the liberal government, and that's why they get away with what? But we have a conservative government. Dog, no, no, federally. They, I'm pretty sure Nova Scotia like power. Amira. Oh, you're talking about Amira? Amira, okay, sorry. Amira. Yeah, yeah, sorry. who calls the shots for NS power? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Amira is like right up there with them. Mm-hmm. And that's why they get away with what we talked about earlier, the dams, mm. the hydroelectric dams that they're just letting rot to destroy our waterways and, uh, and water, uh, like, you know, uh, sea life and things mm. like that. Same thing. I bet this will go through. Yeah, I can see that. Someone um, will apply pressure. Yeah. I just, I forgot that they already increased it by 10% earlier this year. That's crazy. They're this just gonna year. Double it. This year. On September 3rd, NSP disclosed its fuel costs are $681 million higher than the May 2021 forecast it used when it applied for the 10% rate hike in late January. Since that time, worldwide inflationary pressures that we've made up uh, are in geopolitical events have Ukraine. caused... Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> they caused, just couldn't say that. The yeah. PR person didn't approve that. <laughs> uh, significant cost increases in services and products, including fuel to operate vehicles and fuel to generate electricity. Oh, wait. We rely on... I hate this province, dog. I hate it here. We use coal to make electricity to power your Tesla. Dude, I'm green, bro. Dude, it is so backwards here. It's so backwards. Oh, man. but, but. The new green deal. <laughs> <laughs> Go oh, my gosh. Dog. Crazy. Oh, shoot. Anyway. Um, they, officials say the price of solid fuels used to generate electricity, particularly coal, yeah, yeah. have gone up along with the cost of natural gas <laughs> and oil also used in Nova Scotia's power grid. NSP says the increase in solid fuel costs in the first six months of 22 was $119 million more than the original forecast. Natural gas jumped up by 80, $89 million. The cost of wind power has remained flat. Really? Has, it, has the cost of yeah, wind power Because we flat? outsource it all the countries from Europe and China. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, it's forecast to stay that way in 2023. Imagine. Dog. Oh, Do you know we don't, really don't even have control of our own wind power here either? Oh yeah, because yeah, we we source uh, Chinese uh, so, uh, um, companies. Yeah, with the 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 wind turbines. Yeah, and then we ship the like half of the electricity that generates is sent away. Oh really? Oh yeah. Nice. I, I speaking of that, I was really I did find it really interesting that Germany hit in that hydrogen deal with us. 
Oh yeah, Europe is a huge proponent of our energy. Yeah, all because of you know they rely on Russia so much. Of the Ukraine Russia thing. Yeah, the which, geopolitical events. Which, I mean, hey, what's up? Let's talk about this. I'm not gonna lie. This part did make me laugh a lot. Okay, give it was, to me. So obviously, when you know Trump got up and called out Germany way back when. Yeah. And said, hey, like you guys need to get off this Russian energy and start relying more on yourself and start generating your energy on your own. And they literally they laughed at him. They literally laughed at him. rocks. And, uh, and now they're over here cruising that. Can we have some energy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Atlanta, Canada, we need help. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, uh, they're like, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Nova Scotians pay 11.6% more on top of the 10 we already increased because Germany needs more. <clears throat> that's for hydrogen energy they're, they're buying though oh right in sorry, fairness sorry. in fairness that's fair yeah okay still don't it's i don't think my theory is that far off from something that's plausible but all i'm saying is we we generate some pretty cool energy here but for some reason nova scotia power doesn't use it yeah yeah uh which, so we generate things for other people to enjoy um but like you know the old coal uh that's, we'll that's, that's, that's for us yeah yeah we'll keep the smog layer over dartmouth and by the bridge <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I'll keep those smokestacks going. And we'll keep increasing the rates on you suckers. And now you got power, things that are, you know, increased. And now people are trying to pay for food, pay for their shelter. We're, we're on to a rough one. Yeah. I'm just checking if the $200 million. <laughs> How many of these they could buy? Yeah. So Two to four million per average size commercial wind turbine. So let's just say it's $4 million. Let's say it's on the high end of that scale, and they're increasing rates that would provide an estimated two hundred million dollars in additional revenue. They could buy fifty wind turbines. Oh, and they can be as large as twelve megawatts. You know, and it's funny. I'm never. I haven't really been a huge million per megawatt. Oh, wow. oh, that's a typical cost. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I would. I am curious because I know there's also some other like wildlife issues people have had with wind turbines, like killing wildlife and stuff. Yeah. Uh, however, it's I, also not great for humans. Oh no! Eh? No, they shouldn't be near where people live, really? which is something that they love to try and do. Really, what's wrong with them? Uh, the it's not radioactivity, but it's the the vibrations that they create. Mm-hmm. Um, one uh, deeply affect people's natural sleep rhythms, and two can be shown to lead to, I believe. Like long-term illness, cancer or otherwise. Interesting. Yeah, went too close to residential areas. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Either way, I I'd, think. See, like, I wouldn't be a huge fan of the wind turbines in like other parts. Like, I can speak mainly for Nova Scotia. Like, we are would be huge beneficiaries of wind power. Yeah. Because it's so windy off the ocean here. Yes. Um, but I would like to take it to another level. If we could, fa- I know, I know, there's been actually some serious work that's been going into it. Uh, I just haven't been able to find a solution for it, but we can really figure out how to harness that energy in the Bay of Fundy. Mm. And just I mean, crank it that roars sucker. every day. Yeah, like, that would be nice. Uh, I just know it's, like, so powerful that people haven't been able to, like, figure Build out Build something that can yeah. sustain. Yeah, but if we can figure out our, essentially, our water power stuff here. Yeah. That'd be nice. I wonder what that will look like. It will not be easily accessible, though. No. In the beginning. I mean, it's just proven time and time again. Yeah. But yeah, let's uh, keep, keep burning that coal, boys. Oh, my gosh. And charge me another 11.6%. That's not. So that would make it 21.6% year increase. Yeah. I guess over the course of three years, technically. So that's crazy. 
Yikes. Wow. We love Yikes. you, Nova Scotia Power. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, NS Power. <laughs> yeah. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> At least they won't cut power off in the winter. So oh, true. Just, if you don't have to pay your, if you can't pay your power bill, wait until it's cold. They right. won't cut your power. Oh, true. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> They'll just cut it in May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, um, I do. I, I wish like we could like run like a lot of our, like like what downtown Halifax does. Yeah, uh, I wish we could run more of our cables underground. Dog, Cowie Hill does it. What is it? That's like it? yeah, part of Sprawfield has it, and I'm like, oh, wow, that is sick. It's it fancy. is fancy. It is nice. I think out where I live, some of them are too. It's so much better. It is. It is much better. I mean, I, I grew up in a neighborhood in Toronto that had that, and like it's amazing how how little our power got knocked out. Yeah, only if like. Because it comes out of the ground at boxes. Yeah. So if you mess with those. Yeah, you blow a transformer, that happens. It, it can happen. But, but it happens a lot less. You can't less crash into a pole. Than like a bird running into a right. wire. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the amount of people like, yeah, who, a guy would crash into a pole. It's like. Well, they're everywhere. Oh, right. Because someone's bound to hit them. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. especially in winter, like on ice, you spin out. You can't control where you land. Dang. Like, I'm, I wonder how often it's a power pole over like a tree or something that's hit. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. The thing with like running underground, you can do so much more through the cables too because it's naturally insulated by the ground. Yes. You can rely. You Yeah. You can put energy back into the cables basically. What? Yeah. Is that not true? I have no idea. I'm well, sorry. I know the insulator for at least the ground works uh, as a better insulator than the air. Yeah. Like, so you don't like lose power. Yeah. You don't lose okay, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I said that in a pretty roundabout way. Yeah. But yeah, you don't put it you don't put it back in, but you don't lose it. Yeah. It's got regenerative breaking. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you yeah. lose less of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100 And it can just put bigger power like bigger, larger cables underground. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to do the, you know, high wires up in the sky. Yeah. Giant towers for it. You can just do it under the ground. That, that's what's crazy. Like, you know, you'll be driving down a highway and you see like they where they clear cut forests to run the big metal. Why didn't you just drill underground? Mm. Why didn't you just use like a bunch of big cables underground? I mean, imagine like if you're clear cutting that much, I can imagine the amount of roots that are in the ground you have to avoid too. Yeah. But why not just like oh, just underground like clear cut just one once. spot? I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Rather than all that. Yeah. Because Irving wanted the trees. Ah, uh, you think so? Totally. A hundred percent. It's all because Irving wanted the trees. Well, Irving's one of the biggest uh, forestry. Uh, um, like, what would you call them? Producers in Atlantic Canada. I didn't know they did the forestry, too. Oh, that's like one of their bread and butter. I literally thought they only did oil. No. They do everything. They make they make royal toilet paper. Do they? From their trees. From their paper. They make paper products. I didn't know that. Irving owns, yeah, toilet paper and paper towel oh, okay. companies. It was funny. When I had my buddy up from Boston, and he saw, you guys got Irving up here? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they pretty much own the whole province of New Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that makes sense. I guess the signs I saw on the way through New Brunswick. Yeah, like we restore. We have the, they had the green signs up. Yeah, it makes sense. I yeah, add it up now. Shoot. Yeah, man. Wow. Wild times, man. It's uh, dude. It's crazy. 
This was a great episode back right. from the vacation. Yeah, well, we were feeling We spicy. talked about everything. We sure did. But with pretty, like, eloquently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know. And uh, for anyone who's made it this far, uh, don't, oh, I love you. Don't, <laughs> don't forget, you know, if you know anything, any stories of hauntings and stuff, please let yeah, us know. Yeah, actually do that. Yeah. Like, please send them. I think we're way. actually going to be serious about this one. We're going to have a, a, de- or actually a good Halloween episode. We'll get some cool stories. Yeah, we'll have some fun with that. And, um,. I think there's actually there's actually a, literally a creator in Halifax who's got like a hundred thousand followers on TikTok who does just that. Cool. I want to reach out to them and see if cool. they'd be willing to come on. That'd be interesting. Yeah. And uh, anyways, we love you guys all. It's been a wild episode. Yeah, interesting probably, one back. We probably had you intrigued. You probably upset you. <laughs> uh, we also got you excited at the same time. It's <laughs> all a good time. So. Oh my gosh. Whatever it is you're doing, whether you be crossing the bridge, oh, or increasing power rates. Or looking into deep space. True. Oh, whatever it is you're doing. Wherever you are. We love you. We're out. Peace.